Hello there, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. This is episode number 133. It covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 21st of September 2020, and it was published on Monday the 28th of September 2020. Just a few bits of housekeeping if that's alright, we always do this at the start. Head over to wpbuilds.com, over there you'll find all of the WordPress related content that we produce each and every week, and we do produce rather a lot. We produce a podcast every Thursday, we produce also the WP Builds weekly WordPress news, which you're listening to right now. This comes out, as you probably know, on a Monday, but also live every Monday. 2pm UK time, I'm joined by some notable WordPress guests as we discuss the weekly WordPress news in a live video format. You can head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash live to check that out or our WP Builds Facebook group. Both of those locations will be showing the video live. Come in, join the conversation. It's always a lot of fun. This week I'll be joined as usual by Paul Lacey, but also by Anshan LaRue and James Kemp. If you want to find out more about WP Builds, then head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Over there, there's a couple of forms, one to allow us to post to you when we produce content and one to alert you whenever we find a WordPress deal. There's also ways on that page to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player. And as I mentioned, join our Facebook group of over 2,700 very polite and friendly WordPressers. Okay, what else have we got for you this week? Well, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, as always, is a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the week, it's a page stacked full of WordPress deals with significant amounts off with coupon codes. So that's wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. Also, we've got a competition. You can win one of three Weglot licenses. Head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash win and enter the competition, share it on social, and you'll increase your chances of winning one of three Weglot licenses. Also, I'm promoting the Page Builder Summit at the moment. You've probably heard me talk about this in the past, but it's a summit that I'm running with Anshan LaRue. It's happening between the 5th and the 9th of October, so that's coming up very, very soon. Well, in fact, next week, kick off next week on Monday. Please join, it's completely free. The URL for it is summit.camp. I'm going to say that again, summit.camp. And you can sign up there for free. If you wish to avail yourself of the, the all access pass, which we're calling the power pack, there is a, a fee for that. But basically, if you show up, on the day, you'll get everything absolutely for free. So why not do that? We've got a laundry list of the great and the good in WordPress page building space. Lots of founders of plugins and themes, all to do with WordPress page builders talking about it. And honestly, I'm tremendously excited and humbled about the whole thing wpbuild.com forward slash advertise if you would like to have your product or service put in front of a WordPress specific audience. A bit like Kinster. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinsta, who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH and 24-7 expert support. You can try a free 60-day demo at kinsta.com. And the aforementioned Page Builder Summit. Do you use a page builder to create your WordPress websites? Or perhaps you're curious about what they can do? Whether it's Elementor, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, Breezy Oxygen, or any of the other page builders, the Page Builder Summit will have something for you. It's running from the 5th to the 9th of October, and you can check out the amazing speaker list and get your free place at summit.camp. 
Okay, I think that's it for the housekeeping for this week. I don't think I've forgotten anything. So let's get on with the main WordPress news, shall we? Each week we divide our WordPress news up into different sections and each week we start with WordPress core. The first piece I've got for you, in fact the only piece I've got for you in this section this week is Justin Tadlock on WordPress Tavern, a piece entitled First Look at 2021, WordPress's upcoming default theme. Now I don't know about you, but I don't really make too much use of the default themes, but they are a great place for inspiration and they're also a great place for trying out new features, features that for example might be rolled into core and this is no different. There's quite a lot under the hood here and Justin takes it all to pieces and explains it very nicely but what I'm taking with right off the bat is the the really interesting use of color palette. I find the autumnal color palette to be massively appealing in life in general. I'm always drawn to this and this 2021 theme uses it in spades. It's got a really nice take on the way that the block patterns have been used that is to say the way that the page has been uh, laid out. Mostly it consists of imagery with boxes off to the right or the left containing text and it's very, very minimal. They've gotten rid of all of the, the usual font mess, so they're just sticking with the default fonts that, that ship with browsers and so on. And uh, and I like it. It's based on a thought of Automatic's Seedlet, which was a project that Justin wrote about in the past. But this is a is a really great starting point. Uh, Justin says it gives an ideal insight into where theme development is heading. It makes sense as the foundation for the new default. Few other themes would make a good starting point now. With WordPress theme development in flux, Seedlet is simply ahead of the pack in terms of foundational elements. And so this is really going to be pushing the boundaries exploring what's possible with the block editor going forward, hopefully by 20th of October, which is not that far away, this will go into uh, the main branch of WordPress and you'll be able to play with it. But I have to say it's really refreshing. It's incredibly minimal. It's very stylish indeed. I rather like it. It may not be to everybody's taste. I can certainly see many, many situations where use of it out of the box would be inappropriate, but I can also see uh, how stylish and nice it is and the fact that it's using the, the capabilities of Gutenberg as they are coming out is really, really nice. Go and read the article to find out more. The next section for you is community. I've got five pieces for you this week, starting back at WP Tavern. Sarah Gooding writes, WordPress mobile engineers propose dual licensing Gutenberg under GPL 2.0 and MPL 2.0. So this all goes back to Matt Mullenweg in online WordCamp Europe 2020, when he mentioned that it would be nice to have Gutenberg um, contributors being able to dual license Gutenberg so that it could be used in mobile apps. Well, this seems to have been taken up by WordPress mobile engineer Maxine Bias, Apologies if I've massacred your name. Um, and there's been a proposal uh, for this where you can join in the discussion. If you click on the link in the show notes, you'll get to the page and you'll find the link there. But essentially, the problem is that it would appear that there's no decent what you see is what you get or rich text editor available for mobile apps. And I'm quite surprised by that. But there you go. That's how it is. And People are reluctant to use Gutenberg because the license that comes along with it currently is the GPL. And that would mean that essentially they would have to make their entire app GPL compatible. Well, that's a bit of a deal breaker over on the Android and iOS side of things. Um, there's often proprietary stuff over there. And so the the idea is to relicense in a slightly more business friendly 
MPL license. Now, I confess I am no expert on this and I don't understand the machinations of it, but it, it, it allows for them to essentially bundle Gutenberg into their app and have the license of MPL only apply to that so that they can then move forward with the, the sort of proprietary stuff from, from their end, which just seems like a really a common sense idea. It would be really nice if we could have a CMS agnostic um, interface and Gutenberg seems to be the leading contender for that but obviously at the moment if there's an impediment to app developers and there's one guy mentioned in the in the article who has sort of stepped away from trying to develop his own um, freely available what you see is what you get interface because it was just too difficult to maintain now if we've got the the weight of something like WordPress behind it and it can be licensed in two different ways and people can use it I could see this being adopted massively especially areas like I don't know email creation apps like MailChimp which Sarah mentions just seems like a supremely sensible thing to use and the fact that there's nothing uh, equivalent in iOS or Android at the moment means that this has a, I think a real chance of taking off. It would appear that the conversation is moving in the direction of um, being adopted, that is to say it's going to move forward. Um, we're not quite sure yet how the license might need to be rewritten because obviously everybody that was part of that license agreement would need to agree to it but really interesting a really interesting proposal. I for one would like to see Gutenberg being used on my mobile device I can I can really see it working very very well but this obviously will have to be taken forward again with Sarah Gooding on WordPress Tavern an article entitled WordPress contributors debate dashboard notice for upcoming Facebook OEmbed provider removal. So this is going back a couple of weeks. It was decided by Facebook and Instagram, who are both owned by the same company, Facebook, that they would drop unauthenticated OEmbed support from the 24th of October. Now, this caused a flurry of news in the WordPress sphere because it was possible, entirely possible, that content that you'd created via OEmbed would simply break. Well, it seems to be a little bit more complicated than that. And just dealing with the main point of this article, it has been mooted that it would be a good idea to give users of WordPress a kind of nag warning, you know, the traditional warning that pops up in the admin area to alert you to the fact that this may be happening. Now, some people say, yes, let's do it. I can't see a reason why not to do that. Other people are saying, well, we've had similar situations to this in the past and we haven't mentioned it. So I'm not sure where I sit. Personally, I think if things were breaking on my site, it would be nice to not blame WordPress for something that simply isn't there fault and so alerting users with a one-off dismissible warning seems like a good idea. There also seems to be a bit of, a bit of debate about whether or not the OEmbeds will actually break and the article goes into all about the, the way that the OEmbeds are cached and the fact that these caches are not really flushed that often. In other words, Technically, it's entirely possible that they will continue working. The problem, I suppose, is that if you've got some kind of third-party solution which cleans your database, that might upset things. But also, if you go in and edit that content, that also might upset things. So certainly on the face of it right now, it appears that there's a good chance that if you don't edit anything, things will continue to work. But we rely on Facebook to honor that, and we don't know what they're going to do. Anyway, where do you sit on this? I'm not entirely sure. But to me, it seems sensible to, to, to get out of the kind of blame game, if you like, and at least put a warning on those WP admin areas just to say, look, you know, please don't come knocking on our door. This is just something that's happened and we're alerting you that you may need to update things if you see things breaking. Goodness me, the the, the difficulty in this kind of thing is, is incredible. And the way that it's going to impact sites, hopefully, 
will be mitigated by actions like this. I'm going to deal with this one very briefly. It's again Sarah Gooding, WP Tavern. W3C drops WordPress for consideration for redesign narrow CMS shortlist to Statomic and Craft. And this is to say that the World Wide Web Consortium, otherwise known as W3C, has decided to drop WordPress from its consideration for its site redesign. Initially, it seems that WordPress was in the mix with Statomic and Craft CMS, but the organization responsible for this redesign, which is a company called Studio24, have decided that WordPress probably isn't a suitable candidate. And it's all to do with Gutenberg and the accessibility concerns surrounding Gutenberg and the fact that they seem to have a, a workflow which relies on the classic editor and the classic editor has only got support guaranteed for a few more years. And obviously if their workflow is entirely dependent upon that and they launch a project, then they've got to know that it's going to be supported going forwards. The accessibility concerns around Gutenberg have a long history and we've talked about those many times in the past but just interesting to notice that you know when a company has to do excessive or not excessive a complete due diligence especially concerning accessibility then in this particular case they've decided to step away from WordPress and not feature it in their list of shortlists. It's interesting that over the last few months we've had a slew of WordPress companies being bought up by other companies, most often it would seem by hosting companies who want to bulk out their offering to their clients. Well, this is an interesting piece over on talkmag.io. It's John Howard with a piece called Where to Buy and Sell, a WordPress business, website or side gig. And it's literally a list of, I think it's nine places where should you be in the position that you wish to buy something, or perhaps you're in a position that you wish to sell something, there are some marketplaces available for this exact kind of thing. Many of them, I have to confess, I had never heard of before. So it's quite interesting. But, um, you know, as WordPress moves forward, it seems that we're having large companies coalescing vast amounts of plugins and themes under their banners. I wonder if they're using some of these places. And I wonder if some of you guys might make use of them. This next piece is about web stories. Um, Justin Tadlock, WP Tavern. Google officially releases its web stories plugin for WordPress. So this is really interesting. I don't know if you've come across this, but web stories is a Google project. The idea, I suppose, is best described as a series of photos overlaid with text that consume the full screen on a mobile phone. It feels like that's primarily where this technology is landing. And it is something that you you view and it then sort of scrolls to the next full screen and so the idea is almost imagine like the cover of a magazine that you would have one cover and then you display the next cover and in this way you'd be able to tell stories now we all know from childhood days that storytelling is a is a way that humans have interacted for thousands of years and it's incredibly powerful and so Google have launched this project and by all accounts it's a complete drag and drop interface in other words you position a photo you position some text and save it and that's the first page of your story done and then you go on to create the next page and so on and by all accounts it's receiving quite good reviews 10,000 installs so far a lot of five-star reviews um, and the founders of the project make the point that well Stories are the way that we communicate, but WordPress doesn't fit that too well. Now, the writer of this piece, Justin, tends to disagree. He feels that Gutenberg is the ideal positioning for WordPress to be able to tell stories. If you're creative with the way that you do your layouts, you should be able to achieve a storytelling effect, albeit not this scroll from page to page effect. 
I have to say this feels a little bit like the kind of thing that maybe in five years time will have been forgotten. It's quite an interesting project. It feels a bit like a fad. I, I firmly stand corrected if in two years time anybody happens to be listening to this and the world has completely adopted these stories as the way of reading their content. But, you know, the fact that there's limited options for text makes it troublesome. But Again, it's not intended for text-based content. It's literally where you're trying to present images and minimal amounts of text. But yeah, we'll see how this goes. But needless to say, it's now an official plugin. It's come out of beta. If this sort of thing interests you, click on the link in the show notes. Okay, next up is plugins, themes and blocks. Three pieces for you this week, but we'll kick off with Project Huddle version 4.0, giving design review a UI and UX redesign. Project Huddle is a WordPress plugin which enables you to get feedback from your WordPress clients in a visual interface. They can click on your site. It doesn't have to be your website. It could be PDF assets, things like that, or images. And you can get meaningful feedback and hopefully thereby have a communication with your clients in order to figure out what it is that they want and you can supply. The bullet points for this are they've got a refreshed UI improved controls and faster PDF loading, but that really doesn't do it justice. You've got to go and click on the link in the show notes where Andre has gone out of his way to create a really nice piece explaining with lots and lots of visuals exactly what's happened. So they've got a a new overview screen which allows you to see everything and it looks remarkably clean and easy to, to gather what's going on in the whole of your business. They've got a better experience with improved controls. Um, So I quote, navigate your designs with ease. We've made image navigation more obvious and added UI hints to let users know where to find them. You can also use trackpads or touchscreen gestures to smoothly scroll in and out of the images. And there's also keyboard shortcuts included in there as well. And there's also, you can do now the the tracking of changes, you can do comparisons between different versions. So for example, if you've changed an image slightly, you can compare it to the old one with the uh, probably interfaces which is familiar to many now. You can drag from left to right and the old image may be on the left and the new image on the right and so on. And they've also got a timeline. So it says mock-up commenting now has an activity feed so you can see a history of everything that's happened through the project. Anyway, there's a bunch more stuff linked in the show notes. Really impressive stuff. Well done. Should you have made the move over to Gutenberg, you've probably come across block packs where you can buy a suite of blocks. And one of those packs is called Stackable, and they've introduced some new options for you this week. It is entitled Introducing Global Colors and Global Typography, and it's exactly what you would expect. Clearly, if your theme supports the option of creating global uh, colors or global typography, this may be moot, but it is entirely possible that you've had to go in to the blocks and change the colors one by one. So if you've changed a button over here, you'll have to go and find the same kind of button everywhere on the site and change it to this nice new blue that you've decided to use. Well, Stackable now makes that possible globally. So you can create a global palette. And once you change a color of a particular item in that palette, everywhere it is used on your website will receive that adjustment. So that's really nice. It's all available in a new settings panel, which you can activate by clicking on their kind of like S logo, which you'll find in the top right of your Gutenberg editor. 
but they've gone a, one step further. They've done basically the same thing with global typography. You can set up a, a global set of typographical conventions. And again, wherever that has been deployed across your website, you should be able to receive those updates by changing it in one place. So this is really nice. Kind of the, the things that are being promised years ago that would be available in WordPress through Gutenberg are now being delivered by these third party solutions. Very nice. Staying with blocks, I don't know if you've come across Gutenberg Hub, but it's a project which enables you to copy and paste um, all sorts of really nice designs into your block editor. It's a little bit of a, a fudge the way that you've got to do it. You've got to go over to Gutenberg Hub, find a design that you like, um, and then you simply copy some code and you paste it over into your website. Justin Tadlock has written a piece called Gutenberg Hub Launches Landing Page Templates Directory, and it's exactly what you'd imagine. It is a directory of 22 pre-built landing pages. Now you have to install the the founder of this uh, whole project is called Mania Kamal. You have to install his editor plus plugin but once you've done that you're away to the races. The idea is that you can now get to these 22 templates, pick one that you like, they're in all sorts of areas, fashion, pets, restaurants and so on, and you can simply drag the whole thing along for the ride and it's very convenient. Justin Tadlock who wrote this piece has been asking him for the longest time whether or not it might be possible to have a one-click inserter option, that is to say that you go over on perhaps even on your WordPress website, uh, you can see these landing pages and see these templates and so on, and then just press a button and you're all done. It's integrated into your WordPress website and it would appear that that is on the cards being built out right now so that's very nice. Uh, also Justin wants to know about monetization plans you obviously can't do this kind of thing forever for free unless you are independently wealthy and it would seem that um, Munir has got some ideas, three ideas, creating a pro version of his Editor Plus plugin, offering premium templates and blocks, um, but also using ads specific to Gutenberg users. But uh, he's not a fan of this one, so perhaps one of the further, the, the aforementioned two might be the way to go. Anyway, nice project, really, really nice project from a guy who seems to be absolutely on fire at the moment. Well done, Munir. This next section is deals from this week and each and every week we start this little section with a link to our deals page. As I said at the top of the show, it's a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the week, go check it out. Loads of coupon codes and they stay there 365 days of the year and I've never taken one down so far, so they're reliably there. Okay, but regarding the, the new deals for this week, we don't have any new ones, but I've got links to Cadence Theme Pro Lifetime, Cadence Membership Lifetime. Um, there's some stuff over on AppSumo like Teleport Me and Hockey Stack. Stackable, which I talked about just a moment ago, there's a, a deal on for that as well. And there's a bunch of other blocks, Cubely blocks, as well as some other things like Breezy plugin and cloud coming page and maintenance mode plugin and a whole bunch more. I would suggest really the best thing to do is open the show notes and have a look. There's about 10 on there that you could click on. Each week we have a pretty light touch on security. I've only got one proper piece for you this week. It's on WordFence entitled Critical Vulnerabilities Patched in XCloner Backup and Restore Plugin. So this is a plugin on over 30,000 websites and it says, I quote, this flaw gave authenticated attackers with subscriber level or above capabilities the ability to modify arbitrary files, including PHP files. So obviously we realize the danger of that. So if that plugin rings a bell, then go and get yourself updated. Speaking of ringing a bell, I'm now going to link to iThemes version of 
the monthly report for WordPress plugin vulnerabilities. And when I say ringing a bell, the idea is that you scroll down, quickly look at the icons and the, the names of the plugins in question and see if any of them do ring a bell. And if so, you probably need to go and get yourself updated ASAP. There's quite a few this month. It would seem that the attackers have been extremely busy. Uh, last count, there was about 40 or so listed on this one page. The blatantly self-promotional WP Builds bit. This week I launched an episode. It was a discussion between David Wormsley and I. It was episode 198. Goodness, we're fast approaching 200. And it was called value pricing versus fixed rate and in this show we talked about exactly that what is the best way to price your wordpress offerings are you the type of person who likes to offer value pricing in order to get a higher fee in other words if i increase your turnover on your e-commerce store by 50 percent, well that's got to be worth more than an hourly rate or do you go for just a fixed price i'll do that work for four thousand dollars or whatever it might be is there an easy way into this is there a benefit into doing it? does it cause more heartache does the price Pricing, make it more difficult to justify. We chat about it all on the podcast this week. Okay, the jobs section. Well, I've got nothing for you this week, I'm afraid. I didn't find any new ones, but please head over to the link at the top of the page, wpbuilds.com forward slash jobs, and you can submit a job there. I'd be most appreciative, and it's a completely free service, so make use of that, but I haven't got anything for you this week. And the last bit, although not WordPress related, it's our not WordPress but useful anyway. This is a piece over on The Guardian to say Facebook says it may quit Europe over ban on sharing data with the US. Well, we know that the Europeans have a very different take on privacy and where data about their citizens is stored. Well, this week, Facebook have come out to essentially say, look, you know, if you don't allow us to store data over on our side of the pond, i.e. the US, we may very well have to quit Europe. My personal take on this is that Europe must be representative of quite a bit of Facebook's profits. And so it seems like a, a bit of interesting brinksmanship. But we'll have to wait and see. I don't know what your thoughts are on this. My guess is that really Facebook's just going to have to toe the line. But Facebook almost seems like too important to fail. It seems like those banks during the recent recession who were bailed out with public money, it feels like Facebook may be in that position. You know, do they have enough clout to turn around to the EU and say, you're going to do what we say, not the other way around? Interesting piece. Go check it out. Okay, that's all I've got for you this week. I really hope that you found it useful. If you did, or if you didn't, and you can offer some suggestions, please drop some comments into the comments section on the wpbuilds.com post, or you could join our Facebook group and make some comments over there. I'd be most grateful for any of those. I'm always interested to hear your feedback. Speaking of feedback, you can offer your own feedback on the live version of the news this week. I shall be joined by Paul Lacey, Anshan LaRue and James Kemp. That's 2pm UK time on Monday, so probably the day that you're listening to this. And you can find that at wpbuilds.com forward slash live or in the WP Builds Facebook group, wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook. The WP Builds weekly WordPress news was brought to you today by Kinsta. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part? Their expert team of WordPress engineers are available 24-7 if you need help. You can try a free 60-day demo over 
at kinster.com. And the Page Builder Summit. Do you use a page builder to create your WordPress sites? Or perhaps you're curious about what they can do. Whether it's Elementor, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, Breezy, Oxygen, or any of the other page builders, the Page Builder Summit will have something for you. It's running from the 5th to the 9th of October, and you can check out the amazing speaker list and get your free place at summit.camp. Okay, that is literally all I've got for you this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please stay safe. Join us again at some point next week. Bye-bye for now.